0: Welcome to another episode of Prince Manufacturing Podcast, a continuous series of talks where experts discuss complex topics and processes of manufacturing, cost reduction, best practices, and related matters. Today we have with us uh, Mr. Andy Smith from um, Asheville, North Carolina. He is our general manager at Prince Manufacturing uh, there, Welcome, Andy. Thank you for joining our podcast.
1: No problem. Thanks.
0: Andy, would you please tell us uh, what is uh, contract manufacturing?
1: Contract manufacturer is a company that doesn't really make anything with their own name on it. Uh, we, as a contract manufacturer, our customers come to us and they're looking for us to do something for them that they don't have the capability of doing or they simply just don't want to do it. Or in a lot of cases, it's because they need excess capacity um, and and they don't have the room for it or they don't want to spend the money to get that excess capacity. It could be long term, it could be short term, uh, either one or both at the same time.
0: Mm -hmm. And what kind of of products or uh, equipment or things that uh, people do contract manufacturing in general? And then specifically, what does Prince manufacturing specialize in?
1: Okay. The contract manufacturing can cover a lot of areas depending on what that particular contract manufacturer specializes in. You might, someone might contract out their wiring harnesses for a vehicle if they're making some type of vehicle. Somebody might contract out the hydraulics for a piece of mobile hydraulic equipment. Uh, so there's multiple things that somebody might send out to a contract manufacturer uh, or to a sub supplier is what some people might see it as. For us at Prince Manufacturing here in Asheville, North Carolina, we, we specialize in basically five main areas. We do coatings, uh, both eco powder coat. Uh, we also do metal fabrication, uh, a couple of different areas there. We do stampings uh, through fixed presses, and then with hard tools and things of that nature. And then we also do uh, metal fabrication through uh, punch, laser, bend, weld, uh, and then some final assembly in that as well. And then the the final thing that we do is all encompassing. Uh, We bring in metal, we'll fabricate it, we'll paint it, and we'll do the full assembly, and we'll actually even warehouse it for our customer. And then we handle all of their shipping, all of their billing, and everything.
0: Mm, that sounds like a pretty much uh, all-inclusive type of uh, service. It, it's what we pride ourselves on.
1: It's what we, we, we offer that service to customers that are wanting to either downsize uh, or they need space in their existing plant uh, for mm-hmm. a new product line. And we'll take a mature product line, and we'll bring that entire product line under our roof and become just an extension of that company.
0: Right. So you probably already mentioned some of some of that. Um, but what makes Prince Manufacturing a good choice for contract manufacturing needs?
1: Well, I think it's uh, regionally uh, we are ideally located for just about anybody on the East Coast. Uh, that's one of our main uh, points. And being you know the location we are. Helps us serve a a very large area of manufacturers. Uh, another reason is we do offer so many services under one roof. A lot of our customers will come to us and they'll say, "Hey, can you powder coat this for us?" And we say, "Sure, we can." We'll give them a quote, then we'll invite them in for a plant tour, and they will always. It's inevitable that they will say, even though we've already mentioned it in our initial conversations, they'll say, "Oh, hey, I didn't know you did fabrication work. Oh, you do metal stamping." hey, I've got this one part and we've got an old press in our plant, it's worn out, Uh, we've got great tooling. If I send you the tooling, will you make that part for us? Sure, we'll be glad to do that. And Which is how this plant actually grew over the years. Uh, Mm -hmm. As customers would come in, they would say, hey, can you do this for us? And we would invest in the equipment to provide whatever other service they needed. And we do that even with customers today. Uh, We have customers come to us and they say, We need you to do this. Assemble this product for us. And there might be something in that product that we're not—that's not in our toolkit today. And Mm -hmm. so we will invest in uh, the training or equipment or whatever we need to be able to provide that service. If it's something that makes sense for us,
0: Mm -hmm. that makes sense. Are you able to mention any uh, customers or success stories that uh, you you have? Uh, you have there in, in Asheville uh, we can uh, there's uh, you know, a lot of our customers
1: are it's what well, they're very well known uh, we we have found in our Asheville facility we've kind of found ourselves into a niche if you will because uh, once you it's once you start supplying one area of business then you mm. you kind of lean towards that so uh, power distribution uh, communications those are going to be our big areas of, of the people that we help. So it's going to be you know cable telephone connection boxes, uh, you know components for switch gear, safety disconnects for uh, you know high voltage electrical type things, and then and even when we get into the e coat, which doesn't blend itself into those products, we get into our e coat process and we coat for the automotive industry, the heavy truck industry. And when you start that, you might be e-coding a, a product for somebody that sells it to Volvo. Uh, mm-hmm. And we're we are tier two to a lot of different companies. Uh, so the, the people actually making the product are tier one to those those
0: mm-hmm.
1: large heavy equipment companies. And but you know, once you do that, then the next thing you know, you're e-coding something for a freight liner, or you're e-coding something for BMW or you're e-coding something for Volkswagen. Uh, any number of different companies like that
0: mm-hmm. oh excellent wow that's great uh, so so tell me why would anybody any company would want to use uh, contract manufacturing such as prints or uh, any general
1: yeah we we covered a little bit of that earlier on but to get a little more specific uh, if you if you take a company that is um, you know they've reached the expanse of their footprint, So let's say they have a 200,000 square foot facility. They might have a 500,000 square foot facility and it's sitting on uh, 10 or 15 acres of land. It's fixed. They own all that, but they can't expand anymore. And that's what they have to make a decision. They've got new products they're trying to launch um, and they need space where they are. And Mm -hmm. so, a lot of times what they'll do is they'll start saying, okay, what can I get done somewhere else? Do I want to get my metal stamping done somewhere else? Do I want to move a particular section of that building that's dedicated to a product line Move that entire product line out? Uh, that would be in one scenario. The other scenario is they just don't want to invest in the technology or the equipment to do a process. Eco is a very uh, specific process mm-hmm. and you need a lot of volume to warrant having that eco system in your facility, powder mm-hmm. coat is another system that's uh, one. It takes up a lot of space. Uh, it's an expensive uh, endeavor if you don't have it today. So that's where you're going to go to a contract manufacturer to you know to use their facility to help you grow your business.
0: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that's great. So is that what you would say is scaled production where people can pretty much, you know, when they want to expand, they can't. So then they reach out to contract manufacturing.
1: Yeah. And that's, that's another, that's another avenue scaling the manufacturing. We see that with some of our seasonal customers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have customers that are in the HVAC industry and let's face it, uh, you know, HVAC industry is somewhat seasonal from, Aspect of new home build, okay, mm-hmm. or new construction. Uh, a lot of, not a lot of new construction in the winter time, but these HVAC companies, whomever it might be, they are usually building inventory through those winter months. And we have several different customers that will come to us, and their capacity in their own plant hits max, and they'll come mm-hmm. to us and they'll say, hey, we need this widget, this metal box, this frame, this whatever. We need you to make these. We need you to make twenty thousand of these in the next three months, uh, and we quote them a price and offer offer our services for that. Uh, so we'll see those kind of things happen as well. Just to just so they can flex their own capacity.
0: Exactly, that's great. I also um, I also uh, kind of think about quality control. It seems like um, a contract manufacturing professionals. Would would be more in tune uh, into quality because you have to apply that to so many different clients, customers, so many different products. So it would, in my opinion, it would be. And tell me, you know, if I'm wrong thinking that using a contract manufacturing company also would take advantage of maybe better quality control type of uh, expertise. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the things that we see is, uh, I mean, right right now,
1: we're currently ISO 9001 2015 certified, Uh, we renew our uh, certification uh, every two years, and, but that's just the baseline for our quality, then we also go through, uh, some of our customers have a, a 9001 2015, our quality standards are better than their existing quality standards, others, not so much. So what we end up doing is, whether it's the, the direct customer of ours or the end customer, we end up doing uh, quality audits. Uh, we've had large companies come in and do a quality audit. Since we're not automotive certified in this facility as of yet, we're, we're working towards that into the IETF certification. But we have had large uh, automotive customers come in to do an annual quality assessment Quality survey, uh, quality audits, <clears throat> and BMW, Volkswagen, uh, Volvo, Freightliner, uh, BRP—I mean, any number of companies come in and do those quality audits. And some of our electrical companies that we work with—they uh, will come in and they set their—they set a quality standard. They set the expectations for uh, your external—you uh, know—defect parts per million and and then they will come in and each year they will do a quality audit on the standards that they've set for you
0: mm-hmm. which is great because the standards and the audit let's say by volvo benefits other customers too because prints manufacturing Absolutely. employees are learning from this particular client and they sure. can apply the same type of you know methodology or whatnot or otherwise right so that's great
1: and we and we learn as
0: we go through some of those yeah. audits we We see
1: the gaps in what we do today, and it helps us close those gaps. And and for us, at the end of the day, it's better. If we could lower our external defects uh, from a part per million uh, level, which we've done over the last four years, we've lowered it uh, in the neighborhood of 70%. And uh, so we've seen some really good things happen there as we uh, start working with those kind of clients that require a higher level of quality.
0: Yeah. Excellent. I know you mentioned about the next thing I was going to ask you, but I want to stress it a little bit here and make a kind of big deal because it's kind of obvious reason why you want to uh, contract manufacture and that's cost savings, right? You, you already yes. have, Yeah, you already have mentioned, you know, hey, uh, you have to get ready for e-code or, or cart or whatever other powder coating. With, to invest in the big machinery and so forth, right. which right. Prince already has, okay? Sure. So, so but also uh, there is, I think if you talk about um, metal fabrication, like, you know, metal stamping mm-hmm. or steel purchase mm-hmm. maybe, uh, are we able to talk about economies of scale where let's say, if you have several customers wanting the same type of steel, then you can buy it in more bulk versus if you should just buy it on your own. Right. And there, there are some of those. The, the cost savings
1: um, will come from our customers using the equipment we already have
0: yes, and right.
1: using the abilities we already have. Okay. In some cases, though, the products that we sell to our customers are going to be more expensive. When Because when you, when, when you take a, a manufacturer that's making a widget, whatever that widget might be, yeah. well, he, he sees in his ERP system uh you know his his database tells him hey my cost is fifteen dollars for this part and mm-hmm. press manufacturing will come back and we quote it to them and it might be twenty dollars for that same part they're like whoa this is more expensive than me doing it myself but typically when we have those conversations with those customers what we find out is they're not including any transportation cost. uh mm-hmm. they're not including any a lot of the overheads that they actually have associated with that part, they don't Mm -hmm. include it in their own internal costing. And so, but the other part of that is if we are a little more expensive to move that part, is it overall cost effective Mm -hmm. for them? Does it, Mm -hmm. does it increase floor space for them for another product? Does it keep them from having to invest hundreds of thousands of dollars in new equipment? Mm-hmm. To do a process that we could do for them, so mm-hmm. there is a there is a cost benefit that has to be weighed, uh, but there's no guarantee. We are in a lot of cases going to be less expensive uh, because of our overheads are lower. Uh, as a contract manufacturer, uh, we don't have a lot of the engineering design resources that he, that an OEM would have, but so we're seeing some some cost benefit there. But at the same token, there's no guarantee that dollar for dollar. Uh, upfront, when you just look at the, the quote yeah. price, that it's going to be less expensive. In some cases, yeah. a lot of cases, it's actually a little bit more, but the benefit mm-hmm. is still there.
0: Yes, definitely. So interesting what you just said, because um, about a few years ago, we wrote an article on our blog, if, if anyone is interested, Princemanufacturing.com and then just click on the blog section. Uh, we a blog about a complete guide to contract manufacturing. And there we linked to an article where they did some kind of study and they say that some industry, that's not all industry, but some industry is, are able to cut the production costs as much as 35% by using contract manufacturing. So it's very interesting. But, but what you said about the other thing was like, wow, well, you know, it may be more convenient or feasible to go for something that's a little bit more expensive. But because they didn't consider other factors in there. Yes.
1: Uh, yes. That's good. That's
0: good. Awesome. Okay. Great. Uh, well, the, the the next thing I would like to touch on, if you could, if you could touch on, is how do you choose a contract manufacturer?
1: There's a lot of variables in that. I feel like in, in dealing with uh, you know the the different customers that we have today. Why did they choose Prince? Mm-hmm. Uh, and honestly for us a lot of it is uh, you know word of mouth mm-hmm. honestly i mean some of it is what you know attributed to what you do of course Merrick, with uh with our marketing and that kind of thing uh but honestly we had a customer just today this brand new mm-hmm. one for you we we had a new customer today uh they actually want us to paint parts uh they're a uh they're an automotive accessory company mm-hmm. and aftermarket and they sent us in a list of parts that they want us to look at powder coating for them. Mm-hmm. And like, well, how did you get our name? The people that we buy the powder that they use, we buy powder from a company.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They were talking to their sales rep and they said, Hey, who, who's a good powder coater? You know, mm-hmm. that uses your powder. Oh, Hey, Prince manufacturing. We, we sell those guys a lot of powder. Why don't you give those guys a call? Mm-hmm. And the next thing you know, we've got, we've got two custom grills for the new Ford Bronco headed towards us right now
0: nice and those are cool so, trucks <laughs> those are cool trucks and yeah,
1: but that's that's what that's one of the, the idyllic ways that's how it we is. grow a new business a lot of times is mm-hmm. an existing customer or a supplier mm-hmm. uh somebody will go to that supplier especially with the powder coating uh because we you know when we look at our inventory in our powder coat room um you know we don't pick the powder okay our customers they tell us hey i use uh exalta i use uh, TCI, I use Henson, I use this, I use that, I, you know, PPG and whoever, whatever powder they tell us to use, we use it because we mm-hmm. want to meet their spec. Yes. And so as we do that, then those, you know, we start being a customer to those powder suppliers and when they stumble across another guy or, you know, somebody they call on all the time, they're like, man, I'm fed up with the guy that's painting my parts for me. Do you have anybody else you deal with? Oh, Hey, by the way, these guys are a hundred miles closer to you than your existing powder supplier. And they do a great job with their customers. Mm -hmm. So we get that. That's, that's a lot of the new customer business comes that, and then also the marketing that you're doing and our sales guys going out and calling on new people. But a good, a good bit of it too is organic growth uh, Mm -hmm. with our existing customers as they, as products, you know, change or develop, um, you know we see growth in in that or if, if one of our existing customers uh you know one of our uh, electrical guys that we deal with you know they they're in tennessee uh, and they're bringing in they're moving a product line back to tennessee from a mexico facility
0: mm-hmm. and
1: so all that metal you know and they're limited internally they have, mm-hmm. they have one punch press and five press bricks Mm -hmm. That's all they have. That's all the vertical capability they have in their facility. So Mm -hmm. it increased our product depth with those guys by roughly 300 part numbers.
0: Oh yeah. Wow. That's great.
1: But again, it's just, it's organic. Hey, you're doing a good job for us. Here's more. You're doing a good Mm -hmm. job for us. Here's a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Uh, Oh, Hey, by the way, we're going to change our process on this. Can you help us with that? Mm -hmm. And that's, that's where we, from, from the, from the true manufacturing side of it, we can, make suggestions to them and make it more manufacturable. Again, we don't have design engineers on site, but we have we have a good manufacturing engineering staff. And we can go to these guys and and we do it a lot. Because I mm-hmm. mean, let's face it, I was a design engineer at one time. And if I'm designing it, I'm not too concerned about how we make it in some mm-hmm. cases. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we will we will go back and say, you know what, if you would change this bend a little bit then it'll always go together the same way every time but the way mm-hmm. you have got it set up eh, you got look some things that mm-hmm. might not fit just right mm-hmm. and and so that that helps yeah. <clears throat> but yeah. you know, back you know, I'm, I'm deviating from your original question but, no, but okay. that but again that's how that's how you you help your customer and then mm-hmm. they will help you they might even say yeah this manufacturing engineer that works for an electrical company he might you know, play golf every Wednesday with another manufacturing engineer, mechanical engineer that works for somebody down the road that makes conveyor parts. And, oh, hey, by the way, you know, we're getting all these, all of our sheet metals made by these guys over here in Asheville, North Carolina. Well, you got anything you need made, send it to them.
0: Mm-hmm. Excellent. Good. Great. <clears throat> Andy, I have two more questions for you. Okay. Later. Number one, the the number one of the two is, um, I know that Asheville, North Carolina location is one of uh, other locations that Prince Manufacturing has. Are you able to touch base shortly on other locations that Prince also sure. has?
1: Sure. We have four locations. We have uh, two locations in the U.S. We have the Asheville, North Carolina location. We have a wet coat uh, painting facility in our, in Garrett, Indiana. Uh, those guys do a great job. Their specialty is carc. Coating, uh, which is a chemical agent uh, resistive coating, uh, military spec. Uh, but those guys do a great job. Uh, centrally located, again, uh, in a region that requires a lot of wet coat painting. Then we have two facilities in Mexico we have one in Monterey, and we have another one in Juarez. The Juarez facility is pretty much a twin to what we are here in Asheville. They have some equipment that's different than us, <clears throat> and some that's the same. We have some that's different than them. Uh, their, their facility is a little bit larger. Our facility is 110,000 square feet. Theirs is about 140,000 square feet. And then we have a facility in Monterey, uh, Mexico. It primarily resides as a shelter, which that's a whole, that's a whole nother, uh, a whole nother uh, podcast for you to get that's into neat. how shelter works. Uh, but then they also uh, have developed a relationship with uh, one of our largest customers that has a facility in the Monterey area, and they've started into the sheet metal uh, punch, bend, and paint uh, world with those guys as well. And that pretty, That pretty much encompasses our group.
0: Sure, that's excellent. Very good. Good, 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 picture. And then the the last question I usually like to ask is: Is there anything that I haven't asked you that you would like to talk about? No, I think we covered it. Uh, yeah, you right. know that that covers that covers prints
1: kind of in a nutshell. And, um, you know, it's, it's, you know, contract manufacturing is, is a, uh, is a, is a great business to be in. And, uh, cause you meet a lot of interesting customers and, uh, you know, and, and it, and it's always evolving and, mm-hmm. you know, contract manufacturing by itself, that term contract, <clears throat> you know, it that's what we have. I mean, we sign a contract with uh, some of our suppliers, uh, for, typically the contract is for three years and, you know, and that might be because that's the life of the project that, and, or, hey, we renegotiate every three years. So there's business coming and going at all, all the time. And mm-hmm. uh, some of it is, hey, we can't come to an agreement. Uh, you know, they want it cheaper than it can possibly be done,
0: uh,
1: or it just doesn't fit with what we do. Uh, but there's always an ebb and flow of what, mm-hmm. a, of what contract manufacturing really is.
0: Mm-hmm. Excellent. Well very good, Andy. Thank you so much for your right. time and your expertise. And how, if somebody has any question for you, is there a way they can get a hold of you, or is it through Prince Manufacturing website? You can go through the Prince Manufacturing website or you can email direct, me directly at A Smith.
1: The name is Andy Smith. So the email is a Smith at Prince And Prince Manufacturing is completely spelled out, all one word.
0: Excellent. Thank you so much, Andy, and uh, we look forward to speaking to you at some point in the future. Thanks. Thank you for listening. Sign up to receive Prince Manufacturing content through our newsletter and social media. If you wish to discuss your manufacturing needs, our experts are available for a complimentary consultation. Visit PrinceManufacturing.com.